Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It is time to chat. So pull up a chair, a beanbag chair, a bar stool, sit in the car and listen while I chat. We're one week away from the election, but I am not going to talk about anything political on this podcast. I hear a big sigh of relief. I'm sorry that I'm political, but nothing on it. Nothing on it today, but I do want to talk about some funny things. I want to talk about how yogurt can be funny when it comes to Gary, and and, and it really can. So I uh, want to stick around for that. I want to talk about uh, a strip club, and, uh, and, and it's really tragic, actually, the, the thing about the uh, strip club. I want to talk about Gwen and Blake. I want to talk about birthdays. I want to talk about George and Kamal. And have all kinds of little goodies to talk about. So stay with me. Stay with me. Let's let's start out with Gwen Stefani and and uh, Blake Shelton. After five years together, they're engaged. People, I, I'm, I, call me cynical, and I get the joy. And and I have said before, even though I'm not a country music fan, I like this couple. I think they're I think they're fun. They look like they have fun together and I hope that's true because I enjoy that. Gary and I have a ton of fun together. We make fun of each other. We give each other a hard time back and forth and we have fun together. And I like seeing couples like that. I really, really do. Just you know, joy of life every single day, basically, of turning the mundane into something funny. Gary and I are working on a little <laughs> a little curtain rod project today and we're giving each other we're giving each other static because we we feel like that little project will probably turn into us calling uh this guy that does stuff for us around here named bob but before we get to bob we're going to give it a whirl we're going to try and how many trips to ace hardware you know what during this pandemic situation gary and i have been to walmart more i used to not go to walmart at all i only went to target Allie started to go going to Walmart. My mom, when my mom was alive, she liked Walmart. I never, I never have. And so, you know, once my mom was gone, that was it. I pretty much uh, go to a Target if I can. And if I'm in a town where I can't have to, okay, go to Walmart. But I just don't like Walmart. I don't like a lot of things about them. But we go all the time now. It's like we're at Walmart every time they open the doors. It's like. Tell Gary today they should just put us on the on the uh, payroll. We were actually at two different WalMarts today. One in Jupiter and one that is south of us, and I'm not sure if it actually falls into West Palm Lake Park, Palm Beach Gardens, or not North Palm Beach because those all sort of inter, inter, intersect there. But uh, they should put us on the payroll and let us be door greeters. And then we can buy our crap. <laughs> but here's the thing. We have found a couple of things there that you can't get anywhere else. And uh, in the way of food items. So that's one, we, that's one of the reasons we keep going back. And uh, it's entertainment. Suddenly it becomes entertainment. But, but back to Gwen and Blake. I like them because they seem fun. And they're engaged after five years together. So good for them. Uh, it's his. Th- it will be his third marriage and her second marriage. And... She has three kids um, that uh, she had with her first husband, Gavin Rossdale. But they seem happy. But to me, it's like, why make this big announcement? You've been together for five years. It's kind of lost the, you know, the punch. It's like, well, 
weren't you already wearing a ring from him or do you know? But I'm sure there'll be a big wedding we'll hear all about. And speaking of weddings, big story today. I mean, people are desperate. Like Gary and I going to Walmart all the time. People are desperate to write stuff. Gary is trying to keep up our website. It's just like scratching. <laughs> What's it going to be? What am I going to write about? I mean, he is finding things. But uh, you're, you're, we're, we're all struggling. We're trolling. So the, the story came out that, if you remember, rewind back a couple of years ago, when Meghan Markle and Prince Harry wed their big May wedding that they had a few years ago, George and Amal, Oprah, many celebrities were there. Well, the story has leaked that uh, at the wedding, um, some people were seated, some British people were seated next to George Clooney and Amal, and I'm sure they wanted to chat with them so they could later say, I would, wouldn't you? Say, hey, I hung out, I chatted with George Clooney, even if it was, even if it was just to say, you know, there's a fly on your shoulder, and then it's like, hey man, I talked to George Clooney, we hung out, we chatted. I'm just joking, but the, the person said, which is a really great actual starter to a conversation. It really is. I, I give the, the person, the British person, high marks on that because um, there's an art to conversation. Larry King has a whole book on how to talk to anyone, anytime, anywhere, and it's wonderful. I read it many years ago, and I've utilized those tools, or not, depending on the situation and the people. But this woman says to George and Amal, you know, hello, how do you know the couple? Now, George Clooney is known far and wide about being a prankster, a jokester, and just an all-round giving you static kind of person. It reminds me a lot of the man in there working on the computer trying to scratch out some stuff for our website. Gary's the same way. But, but I am very sarcastic, too. And so Gary's not sarcastic. He's just a joker. He's just an instigator. Um, he, he's just, you know, he likes to, to say stuff that, that will get things rolling maybe in a, in a funny way. I am sarcastic. I mean, that's my humor. And I like, I like fun sarcasm. I don't like hateful sarcasm or cutting you down sarcasm, but, but, but it's a delicate it's a delicate balance with sarcasm and many many people do not get me whether it's in a text or if it's in person with my sarcasm and and when i send a text many times i will tell Gary later well they that fell flat they didn't get it they they're not into sarcastic humor they're not into my sarcasm but what george clooney said very briskly when the person asks, how do you know the couple? He says, oh, we don't, very brightly. Of course they know the couple. Later on, after they were wedding, after they were wed, some months later, uh, Harry and Meghan were at the home the, on Lake Como in Italy of George and Amal. Now the story goes that how it's, the friendship started was between really the women many times it is the women that bring people together not always not always and it depends on it depends on the people sometimes it's the uh, it's the you know it's the guys and in our world it's kind of both of us we've but, but uh, a lot of times it's the women that start a friendship and bring everybody together so but I thought that was absolutely 
hilarious. Like, oh, we don't. <laughs> you know, just, I'm 100% certain that uh, George Clooney was joking around. Let's talk about some birthdays just a little bit. Um, Kelly Osborne is 36. It's like, she seems like she's been around forever and ever. Today, it is the late Theodore Roosevelt's birthday. Theodore Roosevelt was born in 1858, and this is his birthday. Today, one of my favorite actors, just all-around funny guy, and I think probably a, a great guy, John Cleese, he is 81 today. He is 81. The former Mrs. Donald J. Trump, <laughs> Marla Maples, she is 57 today. Remember Almost Famous? The Cameron Crowe film. Gary and I really liked that film because we could relate to it a lot because of uh, Gary's career back in the day in rock music uh, as a writer. Uh, we could so relate to it. Patrick Fug Fugit, if you remember him, from uh, Almost Famous. He played the lead role. He was just a, a you know young guy. He is 38 years old today. So happy birthday all around. So, oh, um... Uh, this is sad. Uh, in one of my books, I believe, uh, uh, if you have uh, ever looked on Amazon, Amazon for my books, I believe I've talked about my Palmer books before. Palmer is the lead character in Panama Palmer and Privately Palmer. Panama Palmer is the one where I... As I said before, where you take things from your real life and then you embellish and you you fictionalize them, they're not they're not real, but they're these grains of of your life. You have to. What are you gonna you know What are you gonna write about <laughs> uh, if you don't take little nuggets of things in your life and then really blow them all out of proportion or really make them into huge fiction? That's what you do. But so one of the in that book, one of the things I did in that book, Panama Palmer, was to um, I set some of the action at a club that was had all sorts of shenanigans going on. And it was in an industrial district. Now, what I based that on in reality was an industrial area in Dallas, Texas, Gary and I, when we moved to Ohio, we moved from Dallas, uh, and I was very, very familiar with a lot of things in this industrial area of Dallas. If you know Dallas at all, Northwest Highway near I-35, Harry Hines, that whole area, if you're not from Dallas, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. It doesn't really matter to the story, but there was a, there was a, a tragedy that happened there. There was an influencer from Atlanta, uh, a young a young girl from Atlanta named Jada, and she was hosting an event at what has it's it's uh, described in their official papers as a cocktail lounge, but it is in the story referred to as a strip club uh, called Aces of Dallas. And over the weekend, three people were killed. They were shot and killed there. Now this this young girl, this influencer just made me think uh, about how careful you have to be to put your name on things. Rest in peace to these, these three young guys. They were all in their 20s. Tragic. 
condolences to their family. It's just guns. It's a whole other podcast, but guns, strip club, drinking, drugs, whatever, just doesn't go together ever. Guns don't go with anything ever. But um, this young girl is an influencer. I, when I talk about them, and they, they kind of don't like that term anymore because it's, it's kind of the connotation of influencer is uh, not really as stellar as it once was. But basically, these, these people get free products. They get paint. If you have a, a, a household diva type, she gets household items that she uses and talks about. They, they're free. They're provided free. Same thing with how these influencers start out. Now, sometimes they develop their own clothing line or cosmetic line or whatever. It morphs into a real business for them. So fantastic. Go, girls, go. Love that. But I I, I just hope that, that young girls that go and spend their hard-earned money understand that these other influencers are not necessarily, typically not. I can't say 100%, but I know... Mm, you know, with with pretty good authority, that they are provided uh, these things for free. Gary and I, there's a company that would like us to write about their products and then give them, they've actually asked us to give them good reviews on Amazon and so forth. And of course we said, no, we're uh, absolutely not. This And this is not anything having to do with travel that we write about so much, so I don't want to leave that impression at all. It has to do with actual products, actual products. So uh, that happened uh, in Dallas where these three young guys lost their life at Aces of Dallas. Um, it's, it's absolutely tragic that people let things escalate and get out of hand. But I do want to talk about one more thing that, that I will close with. I want to talk about bad neighbors. You remember the other day, I talked about neighbors. I talked about our neighbor that gave us the brick of Himalayan sea salt that we just love. But I, I want to talk about neighbors that aren't so grand. Sometimes the, the neighbors situation can turn dark really fast and what do you do we had friends we have friends living on the pacific coast highway in a mansion uh, in oregon and they got into a legal tussle with their neighbors and it went on for years and it was quite quite ugly but what i want to talk about is a, a couple in california and if you're familiar with Chihuly, with Chihuly glass, you'll you will understand a little bit more about how this story, uh, this fight between these neighbors escalated. One r big regret that I have, and I, I I lament on this frequently, when Gary and I lived in Columbus, Ohio, we were members of a conservatory there, Franklin Conservatory. A fabulous place to go to, fabulous place to take people, but they had this piece of Chihuly glass. It was $2,000, and I really wanted it, and I looked at it, and I didn't get it, and I've regretted that ever since, and I have gone back online to their, to their gift site, uh, their gift shop site, since we moved, and of course, uh, it was no longer there. 
but Chihuly glass, Gary and I love hand-blown glass. We have some, we had some even, we bought some in Oregon when we were visiting our friends there on the Pacific Coast Highway, and we had it shipped back. We bought glass in Venice that we had shipped from Venice, and we, we love it, and we have it. And Chihuly, the Chihuly brand is so modern and abstract and arty and you you kind of either love it or hate it it's very brightly colored if you're not familiar with it but here's what happened with these neighbors in california this and we're talking about billionaires these neighbors are extremely wealthy so here's the thing even if your neighbors haven't got squat and they sue you and you get into fights with them well there you go if you're a billionaire and have everything you could possibly want, you get into a tussle, and there you go, ending up in court. This one couple put out a piece of Chihuly art in their lawn, and then they put a protective netting around it. Well, the other couple, the other billionaire couple, man and wife, uh, complained, filed a suit, all sorts of legal stuff to, to try to make them take the net down because once they put the net up... Now, it wasn't clear if the actual Chihuly glass was impeding their view, but the uh, the netting interfered with their view. And I want it down. They want it down. Well, it, it's just... It has escalated to the point where now the couple being sued, the, the couple with the art in their yard, with the netting, countersued. So there are two suits, they're suing each other, and the couple with the Chihuly art is now blasting at all hours, at very high volumes, the, the theme song to Gilligan's Island to torment their neighbors, to make them drop their suit. This is how billionaires behave. Petty. <laughs> On both sides, it, it's like, you know what, if someone puts something in their yard, tough, tough. You may not like it, but it's not your yard. So, moving on. So, let me just speak real briefly on our neighbors here. Our little condo building, our little situation here in the tropics of way down on the Atlantic seaboard you know, probably less than 300 miles from Cuba, where we are. And when we're gone, when we're gone, we have neighbors on both sides of us. That We, we have actually three different sets of neighbors right by us that if they see something strange going on in any way about vehicles or anything at all, they will let us know, especially if they know we're out of town, if they're, if they're really gone. But even when we're here, they will say, Texas, you have something at your door, something this or that. There's something stuck on your door. Whatever it may be, three sets of neighbors very, very close to us. And if we don't respond, they take it upon themselves to take in whatever it is. And one set of neighbors has the key to our condo. And I've had to bother them a couple of times to let me in because of the stupid things <laughs> locking myself out. And they happily did. And and not only that, but we have neighbors. It's not a huge number, but we have several other neighbors, I will say. Maybe, you know, all total, maybe there would be six total neighbors that will uh, look out for us, 
our packages or whatever it is. And so take comfort in that. And if you have good neighbors, be good neighbor, be a good neighbor back. Because listen, they don't grow on trees, hence the billionaires duking it out in California. Listen, stay safe, wear that mask. Numbers are spiking and it is incredibly important. Wash the hands, use the hand sanitizer, get ready for who knows what next week could, could uh, flare up in this country. So in the meantime, find ways to be nice to everybody, not just your neighbors, and keep it real. Keep your chin up. Keep on keeping on. Stay with Gary and I. Visit our website, NorthPalmBeachLife.com, and our YouTube channel by the same name. Stay with us. <laughs>